where do you want to be with your health? Where mm -hmm. do you want to be with your mindset? Where do you want to be in your relationship? And where do you want to be in your business? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I want to lose 20 pounds in this year. So what do I have to do every single day knowing that I'm going to move the needle forward towards losing that 20 pounds? When you're looking for reliable information, where do you go? Far too often in today's world, we're searching for truth and aching for support in ways and places that are just no good for us. We select a credible source based off of accolades and other material factors instead of seeking advice from people who have actually experienced what we're going through. Once upon a time, people were surrounded by resources, others who believed in them and validated their experiences. Today, we are judged, live in environments that make us feel unworthy, and we are constantly second-guessing ourselves and our feelings. The villages of support we once had and knew dissolved as we evolved, and we began to find our answers on devices from someone smarter or in places where we didn't feel so ashamed to tell our stories. Whether you're a mom trying to figure it all out for the first time, an entrepreneurial spirit who is ready to take the leap, or someone who's interested in chatting about the things that people normally don't want to talk about, the Credible Sources Podcast has something for you. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Credible Sources Podcast. This is Rebecca Corvin, and today I'm here with another credible source, somebody that I actually met virtually through TikTok, Jeff yeah. Davis. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, the Credible Sources Podcast, really, for those of you who may be tuning in for the first time and you haven't listened to the intro episode, is really something that I wanted to put together to provide people a platform to be experts in their own experiences, regardless of what kind of degree they have, what kind of job they have, how much money they have, what letters are behind their name, you know, all of these different things. And in the pre-episode chat that Jeff and I are just sitting here talking about is like, you know, we've got all these people out here running rampant with, um, just like goals, whether they're health and fitness goals, money goals, business goals, relationship goals, whatever. And we're constantly chasing after this stuff, but it's at the expense of what, you know, you and I, Jeff, believe matter most, which is this like congruent, um, I guess, mixture or balance of tending to all of these really important things. So what were the three things that you said just a little bit ago? are like the, the things that make up the core, you know, of who you are well, and, and your business. Yeah, actually. And there's one that I, that I, there's one that I kept out, but I'm going to, yeah. So like the biggest things are fitness, your health, your mindset, mm -hmm. um, life, but then also relationships. Um, yeah. And that's, that's really like what, that's really what I practice on a day-to-day -day basis except they're, they're different. It's, we, it's in my mentor. My mentor taught this to me. It's core four. It's um, power, passion, purpose, production. So power being your body, uh, purpose being your mindset, um, passion being your relationships and production being business, because that's where, that's where like life, 
falls under and I, you're 100% right. Everyone like has all these things that they want to do yeah. and they're doing them, but they're not doing those four things every day. So it feels mm -hmm. like their life is in a constant chaos. They're always feel like they're like always running in this rat race and they're always trying to climb out of this hole. And if you just focus on those four things, everything else in life will just fall into place. It will. And it's funny because like someone could be sitting here listening. We're like two minutes mm -hmm. into the episode and it's like, oh, you just like focus on these four things and your whole life's going to be better. And it's right. like, I couldn't agree more with you. And this is a decade into my like personal development, spiritual development, self-care, you know, whatever we want to call this. Right. Um, <laughs> why do you think everyone like makes it so hard? Because <laughs> it seems like you work with a lot of people. And let's talk about this. Something that I want to talk about is um, everyone just stop what they're doing and go to Jeff's TikTok and uh, your your bio here. I coach workaholic women to get their body and confidence back without extreme dieting. When I first found you on TikTok, I was like, <laughs> Like, I felt personally attacked. I was like, I think he's talking to me. I think that this is for me. And then as I watched your content, I'm like, I ask you, why do you think people make it so difficult? Because I feel like you've tapped into something because your advice makes it so digestible and so easy. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Just talk to me. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, the, the thing is, is that... When it comes to, and I'm just going to go back to, I've really, really trying to tighten up my niche of the people that I want to, that I really want to work with mm -hmm. is because I was, I went so general and for such a long time and I felt like I couldn't talk to, I was talking to everyone, but I was, I was speaking to nobody. Mm. I was, I was talking to everyone, but speaking to nobody. And what I mean by that is, is that I was just trying to get the word out to everyone, but I'm like, no, my right. word can't, like, I can't speak to everyone. I need to speak to a certain particular group of people. And that's what I really started doing um, when it comes to my TikTok and, and my niche. And we'll get into that, but yeah. let's, I want to shift back to what you were talking about, like about these four things in life and really kind of dive into it because I could say those things. I could say, you know, focus on your body, focus on your mindset, focus on your relationships, focus on mm -hmm. your business. And by the way, is this like, do you want this edited? Like, are you cool with just saying, speaking how I speak or? Yeah. You're cool with that? I'm totally cool with it. Okay. okay. Awesome. We'll mark it explicit. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I am. So a lot of people would get that confused and they'd be like, well, what do I got to do? Like, how do I work on my mindset? How do I work on my body? And how do I work on my relationships all the time or every day? Mm -hmm. It's really quite simple, actually, is what, where do you want to be with your health? Like that, the, here's where it comes to looking at your goals of like, where do you want to be with your health? Where mm -hmm. do you want to be with your mindset? Where do you want to be in your relationship? And where do you want to be in your business? Okay, well, I want to lose 20 pounds in this year. So what do I have to do every single day knowing that I'm going to move the needle forward towards losing that 20 pounds? Right. Every day. One thing could be 
I'm going to intentionally move my body every single day. Okay, perfect. I'm going to go for a walk every single day. That's mm -hmm. simple. That's simple. And you can start out by going with five minute walks and you can slowly work your way up to 10 minute walks, or you can go on 45 minute walks like I do right. every single day. And if you set that intention and just start by just doing small little things, again, there's people that I've worked with that they're like, oh my gosh, like I don't have the time to walk every single day. No, you're just not making the time to walk every single day. And that's mm -hmm. why I say start with start with 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Sorry see like flakes coming off of my face because I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> back from being on vacation because we're back to the dry weather now. So I've, I've been like peeling off flakes off my face all morning. We're standing flying and it looks like it's snowing. It's just my skin. Don't worry. About it. Um, so that's a small, that, that that's like one small thing to work towards mm -hmm. your health. Another thing could be um, eating one clean meal a day, doing mm -hmm. that for one week, like wherever you are with your nutrition, like you might eat like shit. Okay. That's fine. Everyone does, but just start by eating like one good breakfast, have some mm -hmm. egg, have some oatmeal, have some fruit. That's one meal. You do that for the period of 30 days mm -hmm. along with walking and then drinking some water, like drinking 50 plus ounces of water. Those are easy things to implement into your life. And that's not going to take away from your busy mm -hmm. life that you have now. It's not right. going to. Right. So that's on the, that's on the health side of things. Now, when it comes to your mindset, it's like, oh, it's really vague. Well, I want a better mindset. Well, who doesn't, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe you speak negatively to yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are, maybe you want to get more knowledgeable. Maybe you want to, you know, learn how to meditate, like doing those kinds of things. And that is working on your mind every single day. It could be mm -hmm. reading five pages a day. It could be meditating for two minutes every single day. Um, it could be taking a cold shower. That mm -hmm. is something that is helping your mind. Like right. your mind is honestly, we are built. God built us to like be safe or, or I, yeah. I, I, wanna, I don't want to say that our brains are built to keep us safe and absolutely and, and comforted and all this stuff. And in order to, in order for you to be better, in order for you to be happy and positive, your brain isn't just a, a positive, happy thing. You actually have to train it to be more positive, more happy. This is why I tell people like say affirmations every day, say mm -hmm. gratitude, say mantras, like look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are a queen or you are a king or you are going to crush today. Some people think that's really weird. It's right. actually really, really, really powerful. Yeah. So that's, that's where the mindset is. And it's like, just do it every day. Commit to 30 days, like just doing those small little things. And then in 30 days, like see where you're at, see where your health's at, see where your mindset's at. Like, do you feel like you're in more of in a positive state or like, where are you at? Is this all making sense? It does make sense. So here's what I would say, because it's like, I am this like, from the outside looking at, well, let me say this. I've definitely been a workaholic. Like I've definitely been, and I, for people who don't know that like workaholism is an actual addiction coping mechanism, like it's an unhealthy way to deal with something else. Yeah. So now I'm very much in this place where like, I love my work and I'm way more balanced than I used to be. And I don't, I don't escape from anything when I'm working like I used to. And sometimes I think people are like, but I have to work and I have to do this and I have to do that. 
And it can seem because our brain's trying to protect us that like ego, like that egoic part of us is like, but we have to do these things. It can seem like we don't have the time. So it's like, if I'm talking to myself, even just around my fitness, like a year ago, um, because I'm still very early in my like fitness discipline and training my brain to realize that like putting my fitness first is a safe thing to do. And I'm worthy of that time. And you know, all of those things like, like, why do we make it so hard or like what (laughs) there are things that are so easy. Like you're saying, drink extra water every day, take a walk every day. Like, why don't, I don't know. Have you like seen this in your clients? Like, why do we make it so hard? Is it a worth issue? Is it mostly that we're doing things for other people or we're putting work first or, Why is it so hard to just drink extra water every day? (laughs) It's a really, it's a really good question, Becca. So (laughs) one, the, Mm -hmm. the world we live in, like 95% of people Mm -hmm. are overthinkers, like overthinkers, they're impatient. They, you know, it's, it's just like (laughs) the, the, the world we live in now, it's just like, it's like everyone, every, everyone's cancel culture right now. It's just like, yeah. well, it's just like, it's quitting culture too. So if someone <laughs> for two months, yeah, I, like drinking water for two months. Oh, I've, you know, if, if something doesn't happen within two months, they quit. It's just like relationships. Right. Like uh, the, woman, the reason why the divorce rate is so high right now is because people don't fight. They're not willing to go to battle with themselves or I- even in the relationships because mm-hmm their wife is being an asshole one day to mm-hmm. you. You're just like, Oh, my wife's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Well, you're an asshole too. And mm-hmm. your wife doesn't quit on you. And people mm-hmm. just don't want to go through the, the battles of actually diving deeper and being better and being patient. Like mm-hmm. relationships are not easy. Getting healthy mm-hmm. it is not easy. Having mm-hmm. a better mindset is not easy. Making a million dollars in your business is not easy. Right. And so people, that's, that's why people don't, do these things, they overthink, well, drinking water can't make me healthier. Yes, it actually can. It's something you can do the rest of your life. Walking can do a lot of different things for you, but people just, they just don't do it because they don't see instant gratification. Gratification. Yeah. I was just on a live this morning on TikTok and some person's like, I only look for instant gratification. It's like, what? Like, yeah. Instead of focusing on instant gratification, just focus on stacking W's all day long. That's Mm -hmm. all you need to do. Drinking your water, 50 ounces in one day is a mm-hmm. W. Mm-hmm. Eating one meal is a W. Walking, mm-hmm. W. Do, you know, do, and that's what I look at. I just focus on these small little actionable items I can take every single day. It's a yeah. W. I'm like, okay, how many wins did I get today? I got 10. Okay, yeah. sweet. And if you that's can do compounded. that- That's compounded. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, but, but, but this is why also, this is why people don't do index funds is because they don't understand compound interest. They don't, mm-hmm. they just don't, they don't understand these things. Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, I'm just not going to do that. I, you know, mm-hmm. Why would I focus on wins? I'm going to focus on the scale. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on. That's why I'm here. That's yeah. Why people don't, that's, that's why people don't do these things. They overcomplicate it and they overthink it. I think it's too, just like a lack of education because like I know growing up, there wasn't really a whole lot of focus as a young woman, you know, other than right? Like fitting in or having a particular body or being able to wear a particular kind of brand of clothing or whatever. 
And it's just like, nobody necessarily breaks it down for you. And again, like if whoever's listening, if you're looking for some real practical, short and sweet, like actionable items, like, like Jeff saying, like, that's what was appealing to your content for me, because I don't like the head in the clouds. Here's, you know, all of this stuff that you have to do. Let's make it super complex. Uh, Like I'm a trainer and I'm going to sound, you know, like I'm going to condescend you with all of my verbiage and jargon. And it's like, that's a good way to lose me really fast when I'm like, look, I'm already um, strapped for time and time to myself. So let's break it down. Like, what can you overlay onto my life? Like as it exists today, that's going to help me make, you know, these better decisions. And again, it's just like growing up, it was a much different world, but we also, I don't think had nearly as many like GMOs and synthetic stuff and these different, you know, illnesses and, you know, things like this that we were combating against either. So I think that we were just generally speaking, eating better, moving more, you know, and just were set up for a little more success. Um, But not really sure where I'm going with this tangent other than it's just like, it's so easy for us to sit here. And I call myself like a recovering perfectionist, like straight A student too. So it's like, I know all the answers. I know I'm supposed to, you know, drink all this water and walk at least 30 minutes, you know, or do cardio or do this or do that. And it's like, but I found for myself, I just didn't feel worthy of it. I felt like I wasn't worth um, that that hour three times a week would be better spent doing something else. But you know what I did have time for? Netflix. (laughs) You know what I did have time for? You know, (laughs) takeout. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Uber Eats. I had time for all of that, but I didn't have time to like walk on the treadmill at an incline for 20 minutes and like strength train for 30. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think it's a worth conversation. It's like people not feeling worth it and being misinformed on how easy it really is. Not instant gratification, but an easy way to maneuver it into your lifestyle, your long-term lifestyle. Yeah. And that's, that is Becca, exactly what I do with my clients. And that's, that's where a lot of people get hung up. They're like, I don't know if I can make this huge lifestyle change. Yeah. They really get hung up on that because of worth. It's like, mm-hmm. hold on here. We're just going to like, just let go of the, just let go of the reins for just a second. And yeah. let's just integrate some small easy, like kindergarten level mm-hmm. implementation into your life. We'll call it yeah. adult kindergarten level and <laughs> integrate it with your lifestyle and just, right. and then you can slowly just build it into your lifestyle. That's why water walking and eating clean meals and, and slowly tracking your food is all things you can do right now. You don't yeah. have to change up how you like, you don't have to go buy any special food ingredients. You can just right. buy what you're buying, but let's add this, this, and this. Like, right. that's it. Just eat some more protein. Let's focus on getting, like, reversing you back up to maintenance right. level calories. But where you were saying with worth, yes, you're right. We have been trained to, again, I can't do this. Yeah. There's no way that I can have this body. You right. Know? And that is, that is all something that, that has to be worked on within ourselves. We have right. to literally have to tell yourself every day, no matter if you're in a bad situation, if um, things aren't going the way that you want them to, you have mm-hmm. to believe it. Mm-hmm. You have to have this vision and create this vision. 
I mean, it's not like you can just, you know, I love manifestation and I do that, but instead of just like, like saying, I'm going to have this, like mm -hmm. you have to act like you already yes. have, you do. Yeah. You have to act like you already have the body that you want. You have to like buy clothes that you don't even fit into, but just have them ready. Like have them ready. Be like, I'm going to buy these. I don't fit into them yet, but I'm going to, I will fit into these. And you have to have this vision. It's just like me and my business and you know, the car I have, mm -hmm. I don't have a special, like a really special car, but mm -hmm. I always wanted a Range Rover. Like I always mm -hmm. wanted one. So yeah. what did I do? I like, I sat in one. I like, I pictured myself in one. I mm -hmm. did all that. And I always told my, like in the past, I told myself mm -hmm. like, I can never afford that. I can never yeah. have that. And it's not yeah. like I have a brand new one. Like right. I have a used car, but I, and I did it. I did it. Yeah. And the same thing when it comes to your health, your body, yeah. you might have to tell yourself every single day that you are worthy of being healthy. You are worthy right. of, of having a, a fitting in a two piece swimsuit. You yeah. are worthy of eating that food and having a healthier relationship with food. Right. That's another thing I see these days is people have a yeah. horrible relationship with food. Yeah. That's bad. That's good. I can't yeah. have this. I can't have that. No, yeah. you actually can. Yeah. Like according to who? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my last trainer said that that's bad for me. Like, what, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean that's bad for you? That makes no yeah. sense. Does this yeah. make sense? Like, so to answer your question, yeah, there's a lot, I, like everyone, there, there's even some days that I, I just went on this vacation with my wife. Uh-huh. Oh, no joke. And <laughs> I... In my mind, mm -hmm. I was like, I shouldn't go on this vacation. I should be working. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I shouldn't be spending the money on this. I should be spending the money. And there was like those things and those sure. things in, in everyone else's head on a database, they're always going to be flying it. They're always, yeah. It's always, but it's a matter of you, how much you work on your mind. I had to yeah. tell myself like, no, I deserve to be here. Yes. I, I deserve this trip with my mm -hmm. wife, mm -hmm. I deserve to have a pina colada and I deserve yeah. to have this meal and all. Yeah. I, I had to tell myself that. And there's several times that it happened when I was there. Oh, I, I should be working right now. I should be doing my <laughs> social media stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I, so that happens. I don't let it control me. Right. I just keep telling myself over and over again. Uh, I do deserve this. This is going to happen. And that is going to be something that everyone in their life has to battle that is with new levels there's going to be new evils and so the moment that you get to a new place uh, a better yeah. place there's going to be a new evil yeah it, it's in your relationship in with your health you know yep. with your mindset with your business you're always going to have new evils at new levels and and some people think like well when i get to this place i'm not you'll be free it. of it no yeah, way it's just, like, it's just like being broke you know I'm, I never want to be broke again. Okay, great. Well, when you make a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to have new, like you're, there's going to be new things. Expenses. Yeah. New things. Yeah. A million dollars or $10 million. Right. There's going to be all these things. Right. You don't ever have to go back here, but there's going to be new things that you just have to work around. There's going to be new challenges, all that. It's not going to yeah. just go away. Yeah. So like, I love everything that you're saying and, and I could go a million different ways, but, um, There was, there was this, man, where, where do I want to go? So first thing I want to say is 
the mind, the mindset thing. I wish that I would have learned sooner that I wasn't the only one having these um, destructive thoughts and everything that you just said about what I now refer to as spiritual warfare. And I don't know, you know, we don't necessarily have to take this conversation in that direction, but like, that's the way that I look at it. Right. Is that like, um, I believe that God put me here for a variety of different things. Um, and that the further I, the, the more that I fall in line with serving in that way, um, the easier things become, the more doors open, the, the, there's less resistance, you know, and all of these things. So, you know, just like little story time, whenever I first became a mom, I was like, largely, um, <laughs> like my life was just like interrupted. Right. So I was just like largely, um, uh, just upset, you know, with the situation, even though I was so happy that I was mom and I was so grateful to have healthy kids and all these things, society tells us that like, we should be, you know, like, why, why would you be upset about something when you have this? And, and that's another whole worth conversation too. But the point was, was that I had these Becca in her human self had these plans and dreams and visions and things like that. And I felt like a monkey wrench was just kind of thrown into it that came to a halt. Now I see, right. That like God did everything on purpose. And that's yeah. my biggest mission is to first be a mother and that they are my, my kids are my greatest teachers. I mean, over the past seven years, you know, I've become way more of myself because of my children. They showed me what true love looks like. They showed me how worthy I am with literally nothing, you know, like I could have nothing and still be perfect for them. Right. So it's like a beautiful gift that you get as a parent. Um, saying all of that to say though, you know, as you like weave in and out of these different plateaus and different levels that you're reaching in your life and your business relationships, whatever, you absolutely do run into these same or new like lessons or struggles and obstacles. And it's like, I didn't like, why did I not know that? Like, I just kept, um, it's like, I wasn't strong enough. Um, you know, if you're not anchoring into something that's bigger than you, you know, you're never going to be able to fight that. Right. So like without anchoring into my faith every day, it would just be an uphill battle every single day, every single day. And for years, that's honestly what it was for me. Anxiety, depression, a lot of it postpartum, very real things for the women who are listening. You know, if you're feeling any of that, it's very, very real. But here's something that I didn't know. Although I was looking at my, um, I was super crazy about what I was putting in my body, you know, through my pregnancy and breastfeeding and stuff like that. And um, my spiritual journey and things like this. I never, ever once made fitness a priority. And I never, it just like didn't occur to me, but I, I, I don't know how or why that like, had I just been going for walks outside every day, my like hormonal imbalances, my like endorphin, you know, like so many natural things could have adjusted, you know, and, um, but it was just constantly that worth thing. And I really do feel that this darker side of things, you know, whatever we want to call it, um, has been keeping me from this better version of myself that's coming along with me now putting my physical health first, because just over the past 30 days, I have been working with a, a trainer locally, like at a gym, 
twice a week. I travel a lot for work. So he's been helpful in showing me how to make the best use of like hotel gyms, you know, and just feeling really capable because I would never like go into a hotel gym. I would just be like, like, it would be so obvious. It'd be like, what are you doing here? You know, <laughs> like, but I was making it hard. Right. And it feels uncomfortable because you're not taught the right, right. things. You're not educated enough. Right. And that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, right. that you sound exactly like the, the majority of the women that come into. Yeah. is just like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to, you know, it's and it's thing. not hard. No, it, it's really <laughs> not. It's just, you just have to, <laughs> the right way right someone that you feel aligned with right and Becca, i want to go back i want to go back to when you said that you know you had a baby and you know you didn't want to you know do fitness and, and yeah. have it up your life. i see this a lot in women yeah. is that and this happens all the time mm -hmm. all the time one this is vodka no i'm kidding It'll open you up a little bit more. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I don't think I can drink any more alcohol for like a month. Me and my wife had so many cocktails. Like we don't. Drink oh a lot. my gosh! Yeah. yeah. But when we were there, we're just like, you know what? I'm ready to Let's enjoy. Let's do it. I think I had like 100 pina coladas, like Stop 90 mojitos, and so you said vodka, and I was like, Ugh. yeah. No, it's just coffee. <laughs> um, so going back to what you said, yeah, and and. You know, I'm, I'm guessing that the majority of the people that listen to you, I'm guessing that a lot of your um, people are, are mainly women. Yeah. Um, and whoever, you know, whoever is listening to this is like having, being a new mom, mm -hmm. okay, amazing. I don't mm -hmm. know what it's like to be a mom. I don't, I, and I never will. I don't know what mm -hmm. it's like to birth a child. I don't know what it's like to like hang on to a child. But just like you said, postpartum depression. Yeah. That is, that is a new evil with a new mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Like, Having a child, mm -hmm. that's a new level. Mm -hmm. gonna, they're, 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 it, it's going to require some new evils because your time now is mm -hmm. going to be focused on taking care of another human. And yeah. the, I would say the majority of women that I've seen, um, they feel selfish yeah. by putting themselves first instead of their child. Yeah, they need to do that stuff. They need to tend to. But it is not selfish to put your health needs mm -hmm. as a priority because how can you fully show up you as a mom? You can't. You can't. You cannot. Like some people ask me this all the time, like, hey, when it comes to your life, who comes first? I'm like, me. Like me. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's self. No, it's actually selfless. Yeah. Because, and, and, and I, I feel like all people need to focus on that, like, like put themselves first. Every single day, when it, power, purpose, power, passion, purpose, production, then mm -hmm. they can fully show up for their kid. They can fully show up for their partner or their spouse or whomever, and it, it, just be selfless. Like be selfless to yourself. It's okay. You can do those things, and, but you have to give yourself that permission. You can't get permission from God. You can't get permission from um, your, you know, the people in your life. You have to give yourself that permission. Like you're never that you know, people can t tell you, you know, it's okay to do that. Sure. You have to, you have to physically tell yourself, I'm going to do this for myself because I, yeah, and I, 
And things that you can do with your baby, because like, that was the other thing. It's just like, I'm this all in type A, like, let's go. Like, so I would get, yeah, I would get mad at myself if I like, couldn't even my kids are five and seven now. Right. So it's been a little bit of time since I've been in this specific moment we're talking about, but still I have plenty of room for excuses, but it's just like with a newborn, it's actually incredibly easy um, to go for a walk. Right. Like, like this doesn't have to be, oh, you have to train three hours a day in the gym and X, Y, Z. It's like your head can get so loud during, especially a lot of the women that I work with over the years, I've found, you know, like you were talking about earlier, trying to find that niche of people that you feel like you're talking to everyone, but no one's actually hearing you. Like you're not really getting through to the the right person. The people that usually land in front of me are people going through like these transformational moments. So whether it's becoming a parent, starting a business, leaving a relationship, entering a relationship, things like that. And it's like, we all have those, we're all always going to have an excuse every day for, for whatever goal, you know, that it is, but it's like, I enjoy the strategy of breaking it down and being like, you know, actually, if you want to make this much money a month, it's really only this much money a day. And according to your service sheet, that's actually only two clients or, you know, and then they're like, Oh my gosh. And it's like, why I've never taken my own medicine from a fitness perspective of like, Hey, Becca, you don't have to go to the gym every day. That's actually quite impossible you know, and I've, I've allowed myself to accept that that's not my life. However, I can very realistically get into the gym three times a week, you know, when I travel for work even more because I don't have my responsibilities at home. Um, and then when I am home with my kids, it doesn't have to look like the gym, you know, it can be a walk around the neighborhood. It can be going to the park and not just sitting on my phone. It can be, you know, it's these like tiny deliberate choices that are just a little different than what I would normally do, but they're not like painstaking. No, they're not. That's I love that. You said that Becca is that you don't need to go to the gym for an hour a day. A day. You just don't yeah. need like I'm, I'm a professional. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a fitness professional, I'm a fitness coach. And yeah, uh, I don't go to the gym every single day. I go like mm-hmm. four to five days a week mm-hmm. sometimes, or four to six. I should say it just mm-hmm. depends on what my schedule looks like, but yeah, I, make it a point to go at least four. I'm yeah. in all the muscle groups and that's fine. And I, th- there's times that I took two weeks off, I don't sure. to go to but yeah. what I'm going to do, I'm going to go for a walk every day. I'm going to intentionally just put in 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to progress over the last five months doing things like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's, you don't need to kill yourself. Yeah. And it depends on your goals too. You know, I mean, like I, this, the desk that I'm sitting at now is a sit stand desk. I ordered a walking pad, you know, so whenever I am working, like, and I know that I have to be glued to my computer, I'm walking. Um, if I'm on a phone call, especially like I've been trying to like walk after lunch and like saving my calls for then. So I'm like, you know, AirPods in walking around, you know, still doing the things that I need to do. And it's like, we live in this cool time where technology is like, like my watch tells me like if I'm washing my hands long enough, you know, like it's like the new update. It's like, it can sense when I'm washing my hands, it knows how many steps I'm taking. And it's like, I don't want to, um, I don't get like too invested in, in OCD over things like this, but it's like, they're tools that are here to help me 
mm-hmm. achieve my goals. But let's talk about too, because I think this is something that I noticed in a lot of the people I work with, and I'm sure you do too. Let's talk about the fact that no one actually knows what they want and they don't know what their goals are. So they're just aimlessly and like incessantly on a hamster wheel to nowhere. Can, do you have any insight on for those people? <laughs> I 100% do. Okay. Because I've had, I have even clients that come in, they're like, this is what I need. Uh, I just need this. That's it. And I've done it. And it's not what they need. It's not. Um, That happens all the time. And I I see this a lot when when it comes to weight loss. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Blah, blah, blah. I just want to lose weight. I'm like, but why? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you want to lose weight? Mm-hmm. Uh, my clothes don't fit me very well. Okay. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, for the last seven years, I've been going into my closet okay. and I've seen, I have this bin of clothes that's like, that used to fit me. And it's been in my closet for the last seven years. And uh-huh. it really makes me unconfident, like putting these clothes on when I go to work, I'm like, that's what you want. You don't want to lose the weight. Yeah. You want to feel sexy. You want mm-hmm. to feel comfortable going to work. Yeah. You want to feel confident when mm-hmm. your husband is being intimate with you and he's sure. taking your clothes. That's what you want. Yeah. And that's what we're going to work towards. Yeah. Fuck the weight loss. Yeah. That is a byproduct of just focusing on these other small things. That will happen. But let's focus on getting confident. Let's focus on just like focus on getting those clothes on you. And with that, if you start actually like really getting to the root of, well, I'm people aren't broke because they don't have any money. Mm -hmm. People aren't, people make money. Mm -hmm. People are broke because they have really poor habits. Mm -hmm. They spend money on the things that they don't need. They don't budget. They have Mm -hmm. a, problem or they have this, they have other sure. they're deep, dark sources on, well, I want to lose weight. I, I, you know, I'm over. Yeah. It, it, all these different other things, but that requires you being radically honest with yourself and, and telling yourself like, what is it? Why am I here? And how much longer do you want to stay in this particular space right here? Yeah. And I think, I think that's, I mean, I see it all the time, Becca, just like what you said is that, yeah, these people have these, these goals that, you know, um, that aren't even really the goals. Like oh, I want to lose right. 50. Okay. Well, what, is, what does that mean? What is, what, like, what does that actually mean? Why do you want to lose 50 pounds? And, and sometimes like these people want to even lose, lose this weight, but mm-hmm. they might gain 10 pounds because they mm-hmm. are gaining muscle. And they get all hung up because they're not hitting this particular goal. Yeah. Didn't, not losing. I'm not losing the weight. Like what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, but you're sleeping seven hours a night. Sure. Your relationship with food got better. Um, you're actually digesting your food properly and you're having two bowel movements a day um, mm-hmm. and all these other things. And they, and they forget about all these other, this is why we focus on small wins is they forget all this positive things that have happened and they just get so hung up on, the 50 pounds. Yeah. And that was, I I think you had a TikTok video that, um, it was like you like stepping on a scale and it was like, like reminder, like this is just data. 
you it know, is. like like this is just data and it's like what you do with that information is up to you or what, what um, significance you assign to it. And it's yeah. like, I thankfully have not had that kind of relationship with the number on the scale. Um, right. And I feel like I've always carried weight like well, I guess. Um, but I never realized how strong I was until, and that's a perspective shift too, kind of like switching gears here, but, um, but staying in alignment, I guess, with what you're talking about, is just like, there's so, there's so much that we focus on when it comes to our physical health that we forget about all of these other things. So if I was so just like fascinated with this number on the scale and went in and was like, I want to lose this, this amount of weight, I would have completely overlooked like letting my trainer just test me with different weights and things like that. And he's like, you know, you're a lot stronger than you think you are. Cause he would ask like, what do you think that you can lift on this? You know? And I would like be like, Oh, I don't like, I have no idea what this machine even is. It looks scary, you know? And then it's like, you know, do you think that you can do 10? Do you think you can do 15? You know, like how many, you know, sets do you think you're going to do? And I would always like up to this point, I've always surpassed what I thought I could do. And it's like, breaking free of these physical limitations that I've had on myself for 32 years, you and know, limitations. Yeah. Yeah. These mental limitations around my physical capability. It's mm -hmm. like helping me do things outside of my fitness. Like I'm noticing me tackling other projects that I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm like, maybe I can do this. Like maybe I can do this or why am I not finishing this or, or whatever? So I wanted to bring up that TikTok of the, the data. And then the other, I think that it was you talking about like eating like a bird or something like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's me. And I've noticed again over the past month, it's like, I've been like malnourished. Seriously. I've been malnourished. I am like one of those people that I wake up in the morning. I like to be on kind of like a little bit of an empty vessel with like a one cup of coffee, get some like brain power working. But then I'm like, man, I really need to eat like some protein or some yogurt or some fruit or, you know, whatever. And, um, but then I'm like, oh, I don't like feeling weighed down. And I'm like, well, yeah, if I eat a bunch of synthetic garbage, I'm probably going to feel like that. But if I eat as whole foods as possible, I'm not. And then I'm just noticing myself like actually feeling hungry, but it's because my body's like actually doing something. Yeah. And then it's craving things that are making sense. And I'm just like, I've really not done a whole lot here other than move my body and follow my cravings. I'm on no diet plan. I have no idea what I weighed a month ago and what I weigh now, but I'll tell you what, I feel stronger. My like mental focus, like my mental acuity or like whatever we want to call it. It's just like, I feel so much more on point yep. and it's stringing together. Even though I'm only in the gym two or three days a week, mm -hmm. I'm benefiting on the days that I'm not there. Yes. Like in, on the in-between. And I love that you say that is because there's so many positive and this is very cliche, but mm -hmm. there's so many positive benefits besides losing weight mm -hmm. to that, you know, eating healthy that your body literally benefits from. Yeah. I mean, when you start eating healthy and when you start just putting your fitness first or your health mm -hmm. first, your relationship's going to improve. Yeah. Like your, your work, like people are going to see you at work. Mm -hmm. You're going to operate on another level. You're going yeah. to think 
more clearly. You're going to get better sleep so that you can actually operate at work. So you don't have to have nine cups of coffee to yeah. get you through the first part of the morning. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so some of you, and somebody or people look at this clean eating like, oh, I can't always eat clean. Like you don't have to eat clean all day. You can mm-hmm. eat clean 80%, but, but they also look at clean eating as just like chicken, rice, and broccoli. So like, yeah. that's, that's not it. Yeah. You have just a protein, a carbon, a fat on your plate, you know, mm-hmm. on the day eating wholesome, nutritious foods, and then enjoying an ice cream cone at the end of the night or enjoying mm-hmm. a cookie or enjoying pizza. You can do those things and you can still operate at a really high level mm-hmm. as a human and function as a human mm-hmm. every single day. Well, can we talk about that? Because you do work with a lot of mm-hmm. busy women, because here's my thing. I love chicken, rice, broccoli, veggies, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I don't love preparing it. (laughs) What I don't love cooking it like that. It's a time thing for me now. And it's another mental block that I'm working through because I know I have control over my time. Um, But as the only adult in the household and having two kids that are typically not going to eat what I would maybe choose to eat all the time or whatever, you know, um, and just having like, long, just long ass days. You know, that's something else that I've been able to accept is like, Becca, like you kill it most days. It is completely okay for you to come home and be exhausted that you don't want to like pull out every pan in your house and like cook something from scratch. Like it's okay. Um, so I've like played around with some different meal services and that's currently like what I'm on now. Um, but like just keeping in mind that some of those things aren't that great. Like they're not you don't want to eat them like four meals a day. You know what I mean? Um, no. But they're convenient, you know, and they're good and quote unquote organic and all of this stuff. But like, what tips do you have for people who are busy to just like break it down? Like, so that we're still eating enough. Cause that's my problem is I actually don't think I eat enough throughout mm-hmm. the day because I snack like all day long. Mm-hmm. I eat like a bird all day long. And then I'm like, freaking starving by like eight. And then it's like, I either go to sleep hungry and wake up with a headache and just not feeling good. Or I like binge eat some bullshit that's in my house. So I have a solution for all of that. Yeah. Um, first, I'm going to talk about prepping. Okay. So I think prepping is something that people really, once again, overcomplicate yes. over and overthink. Me me so there's these wonderful things called air fryers and you can actually buy them like literally all over the world and now if you (laughs) really yeah i think you have one of those yeah yeah Yeah, actually honestly most people on this podcast listening probably all have one in the the kitchen (laughs) it's literally literally sitting in your house right now it's called an air fryer and Uh it actually has a button that says poultry and you, all you have to do is click two buttons. No, I'm just kidding. So when it comes to meal prep, this is what, so I learned, I learned in a way that's a little bit different, but as I've really helped a lot of women and a lot of men out, yeah, this has been, this has been a struggle for some people is that, you know, you eat, you know, you eat like a bird and you, and you just eat, you snack and, and it becomes a problem. You even, you're very aware of it. You know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but so when I was a competitor from 2013 to, to 2019, I had no other choice but to prep my food. 
And it was mm-hmm. hard. I remember, I remember the first night I ever like started prepping my food. I think it took like four hours. I'm like, holy shit. Like, is it going to yeah. take this long every time, every yeah. that I want to prep my food? Yeah. Because I did, I, I waited, I put it all in like little like food containers and I like put it in my fridge and I'm like, well, that sucked. And yeah. that's probably what you and most other women think it has to be. And it doesn't right. have to be like that. But what you need to do is Sundays are days to prepare. We have to have preparation days for mm-hmm. our upcoming week. We, mm-hmm. there are days that, and, 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 and some of you are like, Oh, I don't want to spend the day that I have to myself, you know, doing that kind of stuff. I understand that, but there is a sacrifice that we have to make. And if you want to have a yeah. freaking great, great fucking week, mm-hmm. you have to prep for it. You know what I mean? Right. So here's what you do. You go to the store and mm-hmm. you, you make your proteins, you know, you, all you have to do is really make your, your lunches, you mm-hmm. make your lunch that can be chicken or ground, ground Turkey, have something a little lighter. I always like to keep like my, my lighter proteins for mm-hmm. like lunch because it's easier digestible. I keep my red meats and like my fish um, later towards the evening. Um, cause they just, your body doesn't digest what well, fish it does, but like red meat, I always mm-hmm. eat red meat. Um, and just your body takes a little longer to digest red meat. So anyways, so I'll prep chicken or ground Turkey for my lunches. And then, mm-hmm. and the other thing you have to, uh, prep is just your snack. So honestly, the only meals you really have to prep for when you're, um, uh, during the day is lunch and a snack. Mm-hmm. I always pre- prepare my breakfast morning. It's fresh. You know, I don't prepare those, but you can do several things. You can make overnight oats, eggs, mm-hmm. Making eggs in the morning doesn't take very long. You can mm-hmm. have an English muffin in the morning. You can have oatmeal mm-hmm. berries. Those things, breakfast does not take any longer than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be making like egg bacon pancakes in the morning. Like right. Uh, during the week. You don't right. need to do that. You know right. what I mean? So if you make your chicken, you can grill it. You can bake it in the oven. You can put it in the air fryer. Even if you don't prep these things, you can put your chicken in the air fryer the night before, make it, and it's mm-hmm. done, and then just Put it in your portion or in your little container. Mm-hmm. You know, I recommend weighing weighing it out. You know, mm-hmm. at, at some point, like learning how to calculate your macros and learning how to like eat up to maintenance. But so you make your protein. If you want to have rice, there's these wonderful things called Instapots. They make your rice for you. You just put it in a container, put it in your fridge, and it's already done. Mm-hmm. And then go buy fruit. Go buy some protein bars. Go have, get some protein powder. And go get some snacks that you can eat while Greek yogurt. Those are mm-hmm. easy things that you can bring with you. Mm-hmm. Make sure to include protein with every single one of your meals. And that will help you. And this is kind of like working into um, your issue of snacking. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're eating protein with every single meal. Like a good palm size, especially for women, is like a good palm size. Men, I mm-hmm. usually say two palm sizes. But that will allow your body to stay satiated in between each meal so that mm-hmm. you don't snack. And if your hunger cues are coming up, eat, you know, mm-hmm. and make sure you're having a carb, protein, and fat with every single meal. And if you do that consistently, the snacking will eventually go away. I had a client that started and she snacked all the time. Mm-hmm. And in two weeks, her snacking was done. She was done because she, well, she, yeah. she was eating protein with every single meal and she was staying full in, in between her meals. 
And I I totally see that. And I think my issue is not necessarily snacking in between meals, but I guess a better word would be like grazing. Like I'm infamous for like not really ever having a big meal at all. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'm going to have this like granola bar. I'm going to have this apple. I'm going to have, you know, this cup of coffee. I'm going to have this, this is, and then it's like four o'clock and I'm like, you know, my stomach hurts. I have this headache. I'm cranky with my kids. And I'm like, you know, why is the whole world falling down around me? And it's like, I'm actually just a little hangry because I haven't had like an actual meal. And it's like, again, it's like, why do we not put, it's like the most important thing next to breathing. Like why do we not feed ourselves? Yeah, Becca, you're totally right. It really is. Oh my gosh. Like under eating. Yeah. It's just so many problems. It yeah. leads to moodiness. It leads yeah. to lack of a sex drive. It leads to brain fog. It leads to uh, poor digestion, which right. then will cause bloating, which then will cause you not to fit in your clothes and your yeah. button your pants every single day. And you're like, what the fuck? Why doesn't my pants button? It's because <laughs> you're bloating and you haven't shit in two days. That's why. You know, because you barely eat enough for your body to actually like feed off of. Like to digest people, what's yeah, in there. And that's what, that's what people don't understand is like your heart beats every day. Your mm-hmm. lungs breathe air every single day. Your mm-hmm. brain like works. It doesn't move, but it works. Mm-hmm. And those things burn calories mm-hmm. and you need to at least be putting in enough to, to let those things operate on the level that they do. And if mm-hmm. you're not, then naturally your body just starts to slow down. That's why you don't have any energy. And that's why you mm-hmm. drag all the time. And that's why mm-hmm. you're the, 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 mm-hmm. and then you go to the gym and you're like, God, I don't even want to be here because I, mm-hmm. I don't even feel like I can lift that two and a half pound dumbbell twice because mm-hmm. when I do, I'm out of energy. Mm-hmm. So it all leads like you're just, you're exactly right. When it comes to that, it's, it's just as important as breathing and, and eating is, is so important. So going back to my meal prep, that's all you really have to do. The, the main thing is just prepare your protein on Sundays, prepare your starches. It doesn't take that much time. Like yeah. literally if I were to prepare chicken, turkey, and rice, maybe take me 30, 40 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And you're just not good at it. Or I don't want to say you are, you're not, but people that are listening to this, you're, it's going to take longer at first because you just sure. need to continue to put in the reps. As you do it every Sunday, you're going to find tricks and ways to simplify this process to make mm-hmm. it faster. You're going mm-hmm. to, like, I can, if I wanted to, I could make all that stuff in like 30 minutes. No While you're person. doing other things too. It's not like you're like standing there, like. Yeah, I, I don't have to watch it like cook. You, know? <laughs> not, you just have to put all your ingredients in, hit the button. It literally tells you when it's done. Right. So, you know, if I'm grilling my chicken, which we do, right. I'm grilling and I have to watch it, but I can still like, I can still do other things. I mean, I can't because our girls like kind of elsewhere because we live in an apartment right now because we just moved a year ago and we didn't buy a house during this wonderful um, thing that's going on in the world right now. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you can still do other things. You mean, if you bake it or even put in the air fryer, like you have 20 minutes, you can do your laundry, you can do these other things. And it just tells you, beep, I'm done. You just take it out. And and, and that's it. Now, cleanup, that's another thing people are like, uh, your air fryer. So I've done it so many times. I hate, mm-hmm. I hate cleaning my air fryer. Mm-hmm. I actually tin foil, piece of tin foil on the bottom of the air fryer. I put it like, and then I put the cage in and then mm-hmm. I put 
tinfoil on the cage, I don't even have to clean my air fryer. Mm -hmm. I don't, I have to maybe like rinse it out with soap or whatever. I can just take the tinfoil, throw it away. It's simple. You know what I mean? And meal prep services are great. Yeah. But you're right. They're not good for every meal. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to dinner, just make fresh dinner every single night. It doesn't take Mm -hmm. long, Mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and actually be excited about making dinner. That is Mm -hmm. your time. That's my time to spend with Mm -hmm. my wife. How's Mm -hmm. your day? You know, I don't text my wife a lot throughout the day. I text her this morning. Um, the, I, t- I text her every day. I text her. Yeah. Like, that is my deposit. That's how I better my relationship. I text her every single day. And I'm like, hey, I love you. And I appreciate you. You know, all this all this stuff. Um, but that allows me the time to, again, connect with her. So, yeah, right. it takes an hour to, to make dinner and do all that. Okay. No problem. Yeah. It's a hour spent with your family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have a protein. I have a carb. Last night we had spaghetti. Mm-hmm. So I made it with ground beef, mm-hmm. uh, homemade or uh, organic tomato sauce that I get at mm-hmm. Costco, and organic um, pasta. Yeah. Super simple. Super, super yeah. simple. But again, it takes reps. And you're yeah. not going to be better at it unless you're just not doing it every single week. Right. And I think it's just too, like, so pulling our conversation back to like the big picture of being able to apply you know, we're talking about a lot of different um, yeah. tools, I guess, that we can apply, but yeah. outside of just the physical fitness, you know, part of it, it's like, it's really incredible if you can just give yourself some grace and realize, like, I'm going to choose today. Like, I'm going to choose today. I feel like what I do a lot with my clients too is like a lot of time management and reclaiming their time. Like I talk constantly about redeeming their time. And if I have somebody coming to me, they're typically coming to me very anxious about not being able to achieve something or do something or feel a certain way. And almost always the first thing I ask them to do is what I call a time inventory. And I say, realistically, line out your week for me and let me know everything that you're doing from the time you wake up until the time you go to sleep. And then we go back through and categorize it as things that, and it's ironic because there's some overlap with what you and I've been talking about. I want to know what they enjoy, what they flat out don't enjoy, and then the things that are otherwise moving the needle in their life or business. So things like laundry, you know, like very few people, you know, we don't necessarily wake up in the morning and like love to do our laundry or vacuum our floors or check our bank accounts, but it's like, it's productive, right? So it's like, now we're looking at how are we spending our time? How are we categorizing the things that we're doing? And then how do we realign what we're doing to make better decisions to get us closer to our goals, right? So it's like, you and I are talking a lot of the same language, but it's really coming down. Like I just hear us continuing to talk about these mental um, blocks and like these mental expectations that we have. It's like, thanks to Pinterest and Instagram and all of these, you know, crazy people like ourselves that, you know, connect on TikTok and everything. It's like, we make it so damn difficult. Like, that's what I just keep going back to is my first question for you is like, we need to give ourselves grace and realize, hey, we want to start right now. And it doesn't have to be a five-course meal. It can be spaghetti and meatballs and a side salad and whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be every pan in the house. You no. know, it's a 15-minute meal. Like, yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. They make it so simple now. You can actually buy pre-made salad packages. It's already done for you. Yeah. You don't need to make a homemade salad. You don't right. need to chop all this shit up and go buy dressing there's a pack you can buy it just go yeah 
done. Like, and that's do that better. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's better than your alternative of like whatever you would eat. Yeah. That's most likely. 100%. And people are like, well, that's bad for you. No, it's not bad for you because you're mm -hmm. not eating that stuff all day long. Mm -hmm. You've had healthy meals throughout the day. So you can eat that stuff mm -hmm. today or tonight and it's done. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's, that's that salad that mm -hmm. buys your time back right there. Mm -hmm. That's how you buy your time back. Amen. You just, you, you just however much time it would take you, take you 10 minutes. One, it would yeah. take you a ton of time going to look around for the things, sure. taking it home, cutting it all up, blah, blah, blah. Right. You just go buy that. It's going to be a few dollars more. Perfect. You, you just bought your time back. And you consume it all usually in one sitting instead of having yeah. like leftover stuff that's inevitably going to go bad because that's usually yeah. my problem. Um, and, you know, I'll say too, because I am constantly on the go. And like I said, I travel for work. I've even noticed in the past month, I've just been making better decisions because there's something that's in our brain that it's like, oh, well, when we're on the road, like fast food's okay, or this is okay, or, you know, it's incredibly difficult to like do these things. I remember several months ago, I was traveling with my boss and another colleague for work, and I was on this juicing kick that I wanted to, for several weeks, juice in the morning. And it was just something that I was personally doing. I wasn't like meal replacing or anything. I just wanted to make a fresh green juice every morning and start my day off like that. So I invested in this. Exactly where this is going. I already know where this is going. <laughs> I invested in this travel yeah. juicer and get stopped at TSA. And they're like, Hey, you know, if you're going to be traveling with these like rotating blades, you might want to figure out another way to do it. But anyway, you know, so I get to where I'm going and something that I would have never done if I weren't as confident in my pursuit of doing this, like we were all sharing a rental vehicle, um, you know, and here I am with my boss and like this other guy from work. And I was like, you know, if I'm traveling alone, you know, I have my own vehicle, I can go wherever I need to go and like go to the store or whatever. And I'm like, um, guys, I, yeah, I'm like, I need to find, uh, a lemon, some spinach, some kale, some ginger, and then I'm like, shit, like I had to buy knives because like you don't travel, you know. <laughs> so I'm like buying all this stuff. But you know what I did every day for for those two weeks? Like I didn't before, right? Like old mindset, I would have been like, I'm traveling for work for four days. So I'm just going to suspend this until I get back. And I'm like, no, we're getting the juicer. We're getting there. We're going to like ask, hey, I'll borrow the car. I'll Uber to the Walmart. I'll do whatever I need to do. We drove to like three different grocery stores <laughs> before we found like a super or Walmart, you know, I got all the stuff, went back to the room, prepped it. And then like for the next, you know, several days of working, I had my juice every day, but it felt so damn good. Right. To just like, to just be like, Hey, I did that. And I didn't do it to lose weight. I, I did it because I wanted to, it's, I wanted to do it. And I knew that it was good for me. And I just got on this kick of like, I wanted to juice for two weeks. Um, but saying that to say that a lot of that comes a lot of our struggles come with these, again, mental blocks of not feeling worthy enough to speak up for what we want or do what we want. Before, I would have never burdened somebody with like hunting down spinach. I just would have been like, you know what, fuck it. Like, it's just no big deal. I can go four days without it. Or, you know, I travel with my vitamins. You know, I'm very like adamant about just like what I'm doing because I want to do it. And because I know it's good for me and um, I don't know, it's just a whole different kind of confidence when you like, when you realize that the rest of the world's going through everyone there, everyone's having a war in their own head, 
you know, over what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not exempt, but I'm going to choose to overcome that and be disciplined as often as possible. Because on days that I'm not motivated, you know, this is what everyone says, right? On days you're not motivated, you need discipline. And I'm becoming more disciplined by allowing myself to have some grace around, hey, it's not going to be perfect every day, but you better believe on the days that I can do something about it, I'm going to be there. Like when you and I wrap up today, I'm going to meet my trainer at the gym and I'm like, it'd be nice to probably just roll over onto my couch over there and turn on something on Netflix, but it'd be super easy. Yeah, it'd be super easy. I'd be like, Steve, not, not coming today. <laughs> and that's the convenience. That's the convenience portion. And I will tell you this, and this is reading it from Ed Milet in his book. Mm-hmm. The more that you inconvenience yourself, yeah, the, the better your life is going to be. Yeah. The more that you inconvenience yourself and put yourself in inconvenient places or like settings. Yeah. Think sometimes in the gym, you're just like, this oh. is like, I don't want to be here. And there's days, yeah. there's days that this, that happens to me too. Yeah. Like I, I am in the gym and I'm just like, I yeah. do not want to be here right now. Yeah. But when I'm done, it's done. I, I yeah. feel better. I feel great. And that's yeah. the thing for you. It was probably a huge fucking inconvenience going to these stores. Yes. Getting spinach, yeah. getting a knife. It was. It was. It was. Like, now, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Now, if someone else is listening to this and they want to like juice, do you do you have to do what Becca did? No. no. But they they also, you can stop at stores. You might mm-hmm. pay $4 for a juice. Sure. That, that's blended right there. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to stress about it. It's done. It, mm-hmm. You know? And um I, I love where you hit on that when it comes to that. And it brought up that inconvenience factor. Yeah. That- yeah. Way to pull that together because it, it was, it was inconvenience and it was inconvenient. And it was something that in a past version of myself, I would have let the inconvenience win. And I would have said, mm, you know, I, <laughs> I attempted one store and it's not a super target or, you know, whatever we call these like massive target. Like, like it was a target that had like some like canned food and frozen food, but no fresh food. Right. So then it's like, I'm in a different state. I don't know where I am. We don't know where we are. And then it's like, Oh, what's this little place? Oh, and I'm just like, really in a past version of myself, I would have been like, you win. It's not, it's not, you know, I don't want to put that much more effort into it, but then I'm just like, I'm already invested in this. This is happening. I just made all this room in my carry on for this juicer. You better fucking believe something's getting put through this juicer this week. And and then the rest of the day, if you didn't, if you didn't, you wouldn't have done it. The rest of your day would have been the same. It would have just fallen. It would have fallen apart just like that. did. That's so true. Just unraveling. Like just unraveling. So can we talk about, because we're getting to a point where we should probably be like winding down. Can we talk about maybe um, some things that you use to overcome those, those like bad days? Because especially at the beginning, you have them way more often than not. And you're already not believing that you're strong enough to get through, you know, and people are self-sabotaging over here left and right. So it's like, like, what do you, what do you do whenever you're just like, fuck, like, I don't want to do anything right now. (laughs) No, no, it's so I'm I'm real. It is. So I want to tell you guys this, like being, I have a mentor 
my mentor is Sean Whalen, and um, I've been mentored by Garrett White. And um, you know, I hear, I hear all of. So my mentor is best friends with Ed Milet, and he was just at Ed's house, like personal house, with him mm -hmm. just a couple weeks ago. Okay. And, um, I get to hear all the things that Ed tells him to me. And I will tell you guys this, that you are always, and you're never going, you're always going to have bad days and you're, you can never get away from those. The bad days are what make your good days the best. And love that. Think, and if you think that you're, you can't, you're never going to have self-sabotage come in, you have to go to war every single day. Mm -hmm. Every single day, you're going to have to go to war with your brain because mm -hmm. your brain is going to tell you to stop. You're a loser. You're not doing the right thing. You mm -hmm. suck. You, mm -hmm. you're, you're a piece of shit. Like it, mm -hmm. it tells you all that, it, but you have, you have to just take action. And that's the one thing that I've, I've done on my bad days when I'm having just like bad, bad days, I just mm -hmm. take action. Yeah. Text someone that I'm pre I appreciate them. I will get on a phone call with a client. I will go for a walk. I will, um, do, I will eat something clean. I will, mm -hmm. you know, um, I will, I will exert some energy. I will do some mm -hmm. jumping jacks. I will do some burpees. Action is the an antidote for anxiety. It is. And that's like, if you know, you have to get something done for work, you know, that your relationship is struggling, you know, that your mindset's, mindset's in a bad place. You know, that you need to go to the gym, just take action on something, mm -hmm. something and, and get that small way, win. Like that's yeah, what that's, I'm like addicted to. W. Yeah. Yeah. Go for a W instead yeah. of the L yeah. <laughs> because if you go for that W yeah. and again, it's not going to be, it's not going to like fix your day. It's not sure. going to, but if you do that over the period of a year mm -hmm. like, and you, and you just like take, take action immediately over the course of 365 days, it's like, you really can't lose the year. Right. You, you, right. you really can't, as long as you're taking action. Yeah. And this, this really, as we, like, as you said, as we're wrapping up, this really goes into my mentor, Sean, just mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago when he was at Ed's house. So they were at um, Ed's house and there was, there was like 10 of them there and they were going to his house and um, Ed shared, well, I just said Ed and shared at the same, said <laughs> Ed shared four things uh -huh. that we talked about in the beginning a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'm going to share those four things that people can literally take right now. This is came out of Ed's mouth that yeah. these are the four elements of success when it comes to business, when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to your relationships, when it comes to um, your health, whatever, mm -hmm. do these four things. And the first thing is we have to believe that we deserve it. Like, he, like no matter what it is in life, health, mindset, your relationship, work, how much money you're making, whatever, whatever you want to create, you have to believe that you deserve it. Mm -hmm. You have to. I hear a lot of people there's even someone in my family, I'm not going to share who, but, um, they, it, it's, it's, it's my brother's fiance and, um, she might listen to this, but I've told her this several times. She's yeah. always like, I don't deserve him. And I'm like, yes, you do. You yeah. do deserve him. Don't say that stuff. When you say that stuff, you manifest 
you will manifest. You say that so often, you will literally think at some point that you truly don't deserve someone sure. like that in your life. I'm like you do deserve him. I'm like mm-hmm. I see you saying this all the time. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. Like don't you tell yourself you deserve that. And mm-hmm. we have like there's some people that just don't think I don't deserve a healthy body. I don't deserve this. That's the first thing is you mm-hmm. have to believe that you deserve it. The second thing is that you have to have a healthy fear of not achieving it. It's okay to think mm-hmm. that you might not achieve something. Mm-hmm. You might not make this amount of money. You mm-hmm. might not have this amazing relationship. It's okay to have a healthy fear around it, mm-hmm. but you still have to believe that you deserve it. So that's the second thing. Okay. The third thing he cool. said was successful people have an unusual abundance of control. And this is exactly that comes into where it plays into of just taking, doing W's, getting those W's every day, having the control. You have the control to take action right now. Yeah. You do. And, 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 and that's successful people. If it's you or if it's me or for any, anyone else that's listening, like we just take action and we take control of these. It's not like it's perfect action, but we just, we know when to do it. Right. And like, you know, when something's not going our way, it's like, okay, I'm going to take action on this. And sure. that's, that's where the abundance of control comes in. And it's, un, it, it is very unusual because we just keep taking it. That's why successful people have become successful because they just take, they just had, they just kept taking action and it was very unusual action. It was action probably times that they were struggling really, really bad. Right. And then the fourth thing is that they're incredible visualizers and they have the ability to be obsessed. Mm. And it's, that's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. have to visualize all of these things before anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Just like when you go on vacation, when you plan right. a trip, right? what do you do? You're like, right. God, the beach, the sand mm-hmm. or anything, the warm water, the mojitos, mm-hmm. the, 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 the all inclusive food. We all, and then we, we, like we think about it like, oh yeah, that, you know, it sounds like a great, great trip. We visualize it first. Mm-hmm. You don't just buy a trip and be like, okay, I'm going here on this day. No, you right. have to first, you know, it's just like when you're looking for trips, like you, you're visualizing what it's going to be like in that location on that day, what right. the weather's everything. And it's the same thing with your body, your relationships, your business and your mind. So that's, um, I love that. I'm so glad that you should, I was like sitting over here taking notes. Um, I love that though, because it does it and it encompasses a lot of what we talked about today. It was like a perfect way to, to like close because it's like knowing that you deserve it, knowing that you're worthy, right. Of like accepting and receiving this into your life. And then the fear of not achieving, I think, is a lesson that I've definitely come to learn. But I've never really been, maybe that's just something in the way that I'm programmed, like, not to sound like cheesy, because there's a lot of talk in motivational business now, but it's like, I genuinely enjoy the journey, right? Like, I genuinely enjoy, like, if anyone listens to Gary V, right, he's like textbook for saying the game, right? He's in it for the game. Like he wants to buy the jets, but he could care less. Like he has this healthy fear of knowing that maybe one day he doesn't, but it doesn't really matter because he loves the game. And even if he buys the jets, then he's just going to want something else, you know? So it's like, it's that, but then it's having that unusual amount of control, which is where I think I am right now personally and finding my discipline and structure and being like, hey, Becca, we don't have to go like to town on everything 
um, like my anxiety used to tell me, like we need to get it done today. And that's why you don't have time to work out or feed your body well or spend time with your children because you got to earn this money today. You have to show up in this way today where now I'm like, hey, I have more control over my time now, but I feel like I'm working less, like quote unquote, working less, doing more, earning more. Um, everything's just way more balanced, but it's it's just a percept like perception change because I am doing a lot still. It's just the control the discipline, you know, that I have over the, these like longer periods of time strung together. And then the last one, the visualization and obsession, it's like, this is where I kind of have the most empathy for the people that I work with and want to serve because I want everyone to be as excited as you and I are over what we do every day. Like I wake up every day, just so excited. My calendar is full, like for, for weeks in advance. And I'm just like, not that I don't have bad days, but I'm like ready for the next thing. I'm in the middle of so many exciting things and I want to help more people show up in their purpose and their alignment, feeling good so that they can then, you know, have these awesome lives and pour over to help other people. And it's like, if we only knew how much all of this coincides, we would be realizing that like, hey, next to breathing, <laughs> feeding ourselves and going for walks a few times a week is the most important thing we can do. Or like I have this quote somewhere in my house and it says like, children are not, they're not a distraction. They are like life's most important work or something. I'm totally butchering this beautiful quote, but it's just like, when I saw that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this whole time I've been treating like, you know, these things that my kids want from me as this like distraction or Shonda Rhimes, who's known for, you know, scandal and how to get away with murder and things like that. She has a talk that she shared that like the year of saying yes, anytime her child would ask to play, she would say yes. And she's like, you know, I would never do that before. But in all reality, she's like, I would get down on the floor and play with them. And five minutes later, they would be done. You know, so she's like this whole time. This whole yeah. Time yeah. She's like, this whole time I've been saying no to my daughters. And uh, meanwhile, they just like want my attention for five minutes and they're on to the next thing. And it's it's the same thing with anything else, right? It's like, I'm not going to do my dishes right now because I don't feel like, it. and it's like, okay, my discipline now is it, it takes 10 minutes. Just do it, you know, or the meal prepping or the financial planning or whatever. And, that, and that's, I mean, I wish meal prepping took five minutes, but right. some people takes things it takes hours. A half a day. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it right. only does take like an hour. And right. love that you said that so freaking much is because that you're a hundred percent right. Is that I do a fifteen minute cleanup every day because I don't like mm -hmm. I like doing full blown cleanups because when I usually do, it's just like I clean the whole place. I'm like, holy shit! Like this took forever. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm like, this is why I just do fifteen. I'm done. <laughs> my routine. I do fifteen minute cleanups, and that's it. Now sometimes it takes a little longer than fifteen sure. minutes which is fine. I finished my task, but every day or five days a week, I do that. And it's just like the house stays clean and it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Love, love Again, that. just another reminder that it doesn't have to be all Ooh. in. You don't have to be all yeah, in. It doesn't nothing. have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be perfect every single day. Like mm. as long as you're able to not completely going back to like our very original conversation, not being in this cancel culture, quit culture, like, 
Okay, you don't you don't do your 15 minute routine today. Does that mean you don't do it ever again? No, oh. like you hop back on the bandwagon. You don't you miss the gym today. Like I had to cancel last week because I was genuinely like I my body was sick. I mm -hmm. could not breathe, you know, and I was like, is this just me not wanting to go? And then I'm like, Becca, give yourself a break. You know, yeah. you literally like had to get an inhaler from the doctor, like probably not a good idea to go on the treadmill today. You know, so it's like, those are different things, but you better believe like I'm back there this week, you know, and that's again, something that I wouldn't have done for myself before. I would have been like, I just have to give up now. <laughs> I just have to go. And if you learn, if you learn how to get back on the bandwagon yeah. so many times, you'll be a fucking master at getting back on the bandwagon. Yeah. That's like, so don't look at failing or falling off as like, uh, look at it as a, as a lesson. Don't right. look at it as a loss. Look right. at it as a lesson. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you can just learn how to, the next time you fall off the bandwagon, see how fast it takes you to get back on. And if yeah. it took you three days to get back, make it two days. Right. Or if it took you a month, Get right. back on in a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. That's that's a win. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. That, that's the only thing that's going to acquire discipline, which right. will give you momentum, which will right. then, then see results. And that's where your motivation is going to come from. It's not yeah. going to come from a video. It's not going to come from someone being like, you need to go. Right. Your motivation, motivation is only found from within ourselves. Comes from your own momentum once you see what you can do. So tell us, um, where can everybody find you on, you know, out in the internet land? And um, also, what does it look like to apply for coaching with you? Or like, what do you have happening now that you need people to know about as far as your services? Sure. So best place to find me is uh, at Jeff Davis Fit. You can, that's, it's the same hashtag on TikTok and um, Instagram. You mm -hmm. can find me. Facebook, um, Jeff Davis, and my face will pop right up. <laughs> um, but yeah, go, go find me on Instagram and then TikTok, and you sh you can you go like I have a link tree that can go right to my Facebook if you want to. Um, and then if you like, before anyone like works with me, I want to make sure that they are they feel aligned with me, like that, mm -hmm. that energy aligns with them. Um, look through some of my content. Like if it aligns with you, if, if like the way I speak and the things that I do align with you, then if it's something where you want to work in an intimate setting in a group setting with me and my team, there is, I have a, a coaching form that you can go fill out. Essentially you just go say what's going on. Like, what are you struggling with? Mm -hmm. And then um, I'll hop on a call with you. And the biggest thing when I work with people is that I don't just I don't work with people just to collect their money. Like I want to make sure that they are, they have a pain. They like want to get to a certain place and mm -hmm. they want to get there and stay there forever. I don't just provide results. I provide you with a solution that you mm -hmm. can use for the period of your life, not just a quick Love that. fix. Um, you know, the minimal time that people spend working with us is usually about six months. Minimal. Okay. Um, the longest is a year to a year and a half. And then mm -hmm. after that, I usually will let them go. And I want to yeah. make sure that they learn um, what it is that we teach so that we can essentially let them go and do mm -hmm. this on their own so that yeah. they can feel worthy of doing this on their own. Right. So that's love where that. Well, thank you so much. Maybe we can do this again. I feel like we just like scratch the surface. Yeah, um, we can definitely I, do a, a different topic. I would love yes. to if we pick the topic that really aligns with your audience and stuff like yeah. that. I would love to do that. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So if you guys are listening and want to hear more about something specifically that we brought up or after you get to know Jeff a little bit through his content, um, would love to hear any feedback on any upcoming topics that you guys might be interested in and maybe we'll have him back for another episode. But thank you so much. Really, this has been awesome. I know I learned a lot. Yeah, so. thanks for having me. I uh, I learned I learned some as well from you and just being the first time. You guys, this is the first time we've ever like met each other like this. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> some people have a hard time they're like you guys just met each other like yeah but that's the thing like we just yeah. clicked you know what yeah. i mean um everything yeah. aligned i aligned she aligned and yeah like the way that she spoke to me i'm just like yeah i would love to do a podcast like i didn't have to think about it for two seconds yeah um so yeah this, that's this cool was- i appreciate that and and that's again you know just to like circle back with the whole message of the podcast is like you know, and maybe for the, for the next episode, we talk more about your story and what got you to where you are, but it's awesome. like featuring people who you can resonate with, who are approachable, who are just like, just like you, you know, they're not these, um, enigmas or like mystery people that you can't relate with. It's like, I, I do, I feel like just from your content, I'm like, okay, this is the kind of dude that I can explain to you that like, I bought a juicer on Amazon and like went to three different grocery stores and he's going to get it, you know? Um, Cause it's just, it's real life stuff. And I think sometimes, right. Like whether it's doctors, lawyers, it's like high life Instagram, you know, whatever um, we can feel really disconnected from other actual humans and people. And it's like, there are credible sources all around us willing to support us and cheerlead us and help us to be the best versions of ourselves. And instead of us like looking in our phones or, you know, ordering books that mean nothing to, you know, just like looking in the wrong places, we need to be looking, you know, to our left and to our right and actually like talking to the people that are being put in our lives, you know, and, and squeezing the wisdom out of them. You know, like that's really what I want to use this platform for. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, that, that's that's thing like and be vulnerable if yeah. you're struggling with something don't just tell someone i want to lose 50 pounds like right why? like what why? is it yeah what is it like are you you know like there's there you, you'd be surprised at asking yourself why like why do you want to do this yeah and what uh, the real reason is why right because when people say i want to lose 50 pounds i'm like that's bullshit like right i don't say that but i just ask the right questions there's to- another layer there there is. We're all onions. Like, yeah. and there's, there's all a center. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have to, like, we, you have to peel back the layers of yourself and yeah. really ask yourself, like, why is it that you want to be in this, in this better place? You know yeah. what I mean? Because 50 pounds isn't painful enough for you to commit and invest in someone to work with them, but mm-hmm. um, not feeling confident, not feeling sexy and hiding yourself or shutting the door purposely because yeah. you don't see yourself coming out of the shower. Yeah. That's a to one yeah. Lose yeah. So. No, I totally get it. Well, I feel complete. Yeah. Thank feel you. Good? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. So. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, everybody that wraps up another episode of the credible sources podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate you being here. If you found yourself thinking about somebody during this episode who you feel could benefit from the information that we talked about, 
please be sure to share this and pass it along with them. If you're interested in learning more about today's credible source, be sure to check out the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you again here on the Credible Sources podcast.